From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about how nap time can be prime time for the connection in your marriage. And here's an anonymous quote on napping. It says, it's not a nap. It's a much needed life pause, preferably with a warm blanket. How about preferably with a warm spouse? Sure, we can we can change the quote. I'm, I'm <laughs> good with that. I'm good with that. I'm just saying, hey, like a warm blanket's <laughs> nice, but to take a nap with my spouse is even better. Even better. Because you like to cuddle up and you like to use all my warmth to keep you warm. I get Absolutely. it. I get it. We're going to be talking about that in today's episode. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug is really an opportunity to to celebrate the two of you, to celebrate the transformation that you're experiencing in your marriage. And this hug comes from an email that we'd received from a couple who'd been part of a group coaching program we'd done here at One Extraordinary Marriage. And she says, I remember a time when Tony gave permission for couples to brag about themselves. It feels strange to do that, but it also feels good as so often we focus on the negative. So here goes a brag. We have been dealing with some unexpected health issues that negatively affected our sexual intimacy. Okay. The win is we stayed connected emotionally by talking through how we were feeling, putting a plan in place as to how we could navigate around the issues and mm. realizing sexual intimacy would look different, but it didn't have to be neglected. Mm. Wow. There's just a whole lot there. That's awesome. A whole lot there. With implementing the six pillars as a framework in our marriage, we continue to be amazed at the success we attain and the growth that goes along with that success. Mm. And then she added a hashtag, hashtag six pillars changes lives. Oh, I love it. Love That's it. So awesome. I mean, it's amazing to hear just what happens when couples continue to, to implement and, and to do different things. And, you know, even as we're talking about this episode, right? Mm -hmm. Like Tony said, we're talking about naps. And, you know, for some of you might be like, Tony says sleep, naps. So we're talking, yes, the naps that maybe you take in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, they're important. They're important. Like this past weekend, Tony was um, at the Awakened Church Men's Emerge Conference. That's like the entire title. Yes. You know, well, the, it's called the Emerge Conference is what it is. But it's, it's a long weekend out in uh, a camp, a ranch with a lot of men, 2,500 of us plus, and um, you, you, we do a lot. I mean, we're, we're up early. We're we're going to bed late. Um, I mean, there's there's sessions. We we do time around the fire. We're doing a lot of prayer time. We're doing games. So it's a full weekend. In this year, um, unlike past years, I, I got there right before the first session started. Even past years, I've gone out there like a bit earlier, earlier yeah. in the day and everything, and then come home later even. But for some reason, this one like. I was tired afterwards. Yeah. So he comes home late Saturday and then, you know, Sunday we do church and then Sunday afternoon we were looking at the calendar and we're like, we have, we have this gap of time, mm -hmm. right? There was like four or five hours where we, we had something going on in the evening, but he's like, I'm going to lay down on the couch. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And so then I, I you were watching. Ba oh, you know why too? Because it was champion. Champion. It was champion. Yeah, NCAA championship week, and so there were all the finals going on. Well, and I had missed Tony, um, much to his surprise, because when he left, he's like, "You're gonna miss me." I'm like, I, I, 
I actually like having a couple days to myself. <laughs> I do. We've been married 26 years and we work together and we live together. We're together a lot. So a couple days with him Apart. just having his amazing weekend and me just having one-on-one time with Abby is a great thing. So he lays down on the couch and I'm like, I miss you. And so I like snuggled in. I got yeah. super close to you. Yes, you did. Super close. And we find ourselves napping uh-huh. for a period of time. And then we wake up and, and we just started having, this is how episodes happen, right? Where it's just like, we start having a conversation. We're like, have we, have we ever talked about napping on the One Extraordinary Marriage show? And we haven't. Because this is episode 747, which I think is actually just a funny number for an episode because I think airplanes. Um, and I nap on airplanes all the time. Tony literally, like, the minute they say, ladies and gentlemen, we're preparing for takeoff, he, you know, nestles into his seat. He doesn't even care that it's not reclined. And he just goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I am the quintessential, I will stay awake for however long the flight is. Yep. So this is why we don't actually sit next to each other on airplanes. <laughs> Another thing, because I just get annoyed that he's sleeping. That's another thing. Yep. But, but this isn't like I—I I was actually like even preparing this episode. I'm like, I don't want you to snooze through this episode, and I'm totally like pun intended. All the things, I—I I, I, we want you to participate in this. We want you to think about how this impacts your marriage, because a lot of people are like, napping, not a big deal. But when you start to hear some of the responses from the one family about how napping po- both positively and negatively impacts their marriage, you're going to realize that it does. Mm-hmm. It does have an impact on your physical intimacy. It has an impact on your sexual intimacy, on your emotional intimacy. And whether one of you naps or doesn't, napping is, it, it, it's changing how the two of you do marriage. It is. And, and I just want to share from our experience. And obviously, most of you know, if you're new to the One Family, thank you. We're truly honored and blessed to have you part of the One Family and, and what we do here at One Extraordinary Marriage but we have two older children. And so we know, and I, I would say we've gone through the the process of young kids, you know, where you are sleep deprived and yes. it's, and it's rough. Like, and then when they're toddlers and they're running around a lot and you are literally just working all day or doing what you're doing and man, uh, just a, a nap on a Sunday, watching a football game or something, wh- whatever it may be all the way through the years. But as interesting as Elisa was bringing this up, right now it's like, hey, I'll take a nap on a Sunday. It, like after church, in between another activity, I have no problem. I'll come home, take a little nap. And I think I saw this growing up. But I was, I was remembering. You totally saw that growing up. I did, I, I, and I was, remi- I was reminded of this, of my dad. Um, I love that dude. He, he still, <laughs> six years later, just being gone, I, I still just dad just has this presence in my life at mm-hmm. times, and. Uh, I just remember this on Sundays mm-hmm. because we would we would work. I I, w- I didn't grow up in, in a in a faith filled home. Didn't go to church much. Uh, if I did, I'd go on like a Saturday night. Grew up Catholic, and but Sundays, Dad would get up and work. He was he was in construction and he loved just working around the house. Mm-hmm. And he would just get up normal time five five thirty and just start work. You know, working on the house. Mom would start making. <clears throat> excuse me, got a little bit from this uh, this weekend mom would make lunch usually spaghetti mm-hmm. meatballs whatever something would be going on dad would come in after working we'd have lunch we'd sit down we'd have lunch it, it, typically italian lunch was on a sunday you, you had spaghetti yeah, that's some what kind it of was. pasta with sauce and then after that dad would literally go watch some spaghetti western and take a nap so i have to laugh are they called spaghetti westerns because you eat it after spaghetti 
I don't like, know where, why. Where does that know, name come from? I don't know why where that like, comes from. That? I'd have to look that up. But I always remember us saying that as 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 kids and just growing up. But now I'm totally curious. If you know why <laughs> westerns are called spaghetti westerns, send us an email. So <laughs> I, I, I I saw him do that all the time. And I, on the other side, saw like my dad would come home after a long day of work, and usually there was like this early evening nap on the couch. Like he would just be really tired, and so he during would, the week, during the week. Oh wow! So okay. so that was kind of like what I saw growing up, and you know, and like dad would just fall asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, if we had activities going on and things like that, you know, he was always participant and active in that. But if there was nothing going on, he was like, eh. and he would nap on the weekends too. Um, but it's interesting. Oh, go ahead. No, and I just want to say for myself though, when the when the children were younger and I was taking a nap and I think this is something that many of us will feel is I'm tired, I'm doing stuff. And then I'm taking a nap. I would wake up feeling guilty because mm-hmm. Elisa would be awake or something. And somebody and had to stay up with the kids. Somebody had, to, or maybe even she would take a nap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then I'm trying to stay awake and, and, and entertain the, the, the kids and, and do things like that. So we would, we would almost, there was this weird tension around uh-huh. nap time and we don't have what we have now around our emotional intimacy, the strengthening of our emotional intimacy, talking about that. We would just hold this stuff in mm-hmm. and not share with one another what's really going on. And so there was animosity around Big time. nap time where I don't think if, I, I think if we were now where we, if we, if if we, we were, were then where we are now, now, yes, we would have had the courage, number one, to address this together, strengthen our emotional intimacy and understand that naps for either of us or both of us, if the kids were taking a nap, like let's go take a nap together. I think it wouldn't have felt like, oh, I feel guilty because I'm taking a nap and my spouse is awake. Well, I think it would have actually been, you know, like in hindsight, it would have been like the couple that, you know, we shared their hug today about, you know, being in this place where, hey, we have to have a plan. Yes. For what this is going to look like. Like, we're, you know, for those of you that have, you know, little kids and you're running all around and you're exhausted, that idea of having even a plan for your naps, I mean, that could be a game changer mm-hmm. for the two of you. Yes. Last week on Instagram, we asked the question, you know, uh, what does napping look like essentially in your marriage? And 35% of you said that he naps, 28% said she naps, and 37% of you said you both nap. Okay. So there's, you know, about a third is napping mm-hmm. in marriage. Fifty. We also asked the question, do you ever nap together? Because mm-hmm. I was curious, you know, because a lot of times now that our kids are older, Tony and I will like lay down on a Sunday afternoon or Saturday if it's, you know, college football season and the game's not going so well, we will nap during a game, mm-hmm. right? 50 per, 57% of you said that you don't take naps together. Okay. So you're just kind of getting a feel for what's happening. And a lot of times the reason we share the numbers on what's going on in the one family is because it matters to us what's happening within our community. Yes. I don't need to go to all these other, you know, like tell me what's happening in the United States or around the world. I like, I want to know what couples that are excited about marriage and want to do marriage well, what they are doing. Right. And I just want to share some information on naps. Um, just some, some, some research that I did in preparation for this episode. And according to the CDC's website, the ideal nap time is about 15 to 30 minutes. Mm. A lot of, they say that you, if you get into that like hour long stage, you can wake up groggy because of where you are in your sleep cycles. Oh, I've been there. So it's, and they, it, there's almost like the sleep paralysis when you're coming out of it and you actually feel less refreshed because you're, you're in the middle of a sleep cycle instead of that sweet spot of just going, oh, like little pick me up. Oh, I, I, I do not like that one. That, that <laughs> one where you think, where you're dreaming you're awake or you've gone up and then you're trying to wake up 
and you're just like and you can't wake up oh my goodness oh those are the worst (laughs) worst Tony's like i don't want that i don't want that now it's also important i think to know just from a medical perspective what the benefits of napping are. Mm-hmm. Mayo Clinic sa- shared on their site that you know the real benefits to napping are obviously relaxation. Mm-hmm. You can go into that. Reduced fatigue, increased alertness, improved mood, improved performance, including having a quicker reaction time and potentially better memory. Mm. And you know, it was interesting as I was just looking at, you know, what are the benefits and, and preparing for this episode, you know, really thinking about it, like if you have reduced fatigue, increased alertness, and improved mood. And improved performance. Like I start, I hear all of those, you know, four phrases and I'm thinking, well, emotional, physical, financial, recreational, and even sexual intimacy are going to be impacted Mm -hmm. by reduced fatigue, increased alertness, improved mood, and improved performance. Yeah. Which means that like, and I want to encourage you guys just as a side note, like when you start thinking about strategies or things that you're doing in your marriage, really be mindful of looking at which pillar of intimacy it might match up with or how you know taking action in an area can increase or improve or strengthen one of your pillars of intimacy. It's what we try and do each and every week when we get behind these microphones is to say, hey, here's here's something that you know everybody else is just talking about, but here's how it relates yes. to your marriage. And basically, when you think about all of those benefits, you can understand why we said at the very top of this episode that naps have a role and impact your intimacy. And we have to look at what the positives and the negatives are and how to like bring this all together to really get into a healthy place with naps in your marriage. And we're gonna do that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. We're back. And we're talking about the positive and negative role that napping can have on your intimacies. And, and I want to share, there were, you know, we asked the question, on Instagram, we said, hey, what what is the impact mm-hmm. that napping has? So this isn't, again, this is not a Google search. This is a one family mm-hmm. response. And some of the re- negative responses we had said, napping is a way for my spouse to escape their responsibilities. Mm. It sounded very much like what Tony was saying, that he wasn't necessarily trying to escape, but that's the perception, mm. potentially, that like if you're napping and your spouse is up taking care of the house or taking care of the kids or doing other things, it can feel like, oh, well, my spouse is sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I'm having to do everything else, right? Mm-hmm. That can build the resentment. That can build, uh, like somebody said, I hold a grudge when my spouse naps and I'm not able to. It, totally. Oh, I've been there. We both have been there. Been there. And, and I think that's that's the place within the marriage where the tension is around napping. Mm-hmm. And if we if we understand those benefits of them and how we can both achieve that, then 
we can turn that negative into a positive. Mm -hmm. Um, Other people said when, when my spouse naps in the evening, then he or she doesn't sleep at night, which can impact, you know, how the two of you are going to bed. Yeah. That time spent in bed together. It's kind of like what my dad did when, you know, when we were kids, like he would nap, but then he'd be up later in the night. Like I saw that. I I mean, I just saw my parents not necessarily going to bed at the same time together. Right. Um, Makes my spouse think I'm lazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I felt that I've, I've been there. I probably said it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but there's a lot of frustration, like when there isn't a plan, when there isn't emotional intimacy, the conversations around this, you can hear just in some of these responses that there's a lot of frustration, resentment, you can get into bitterness, you can get into animosity, animosity, scorekeeping. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about some of the positives though. Cause I think when you start to hear these, then you'll understand why having a plan can be so critical for the two of you building that emotional intimacy around a seemingly, you know, inconsequential behavior is taking a nap some of the comments that we got as far as what's positive about napping. And some of these are even, you know, napping together. Um, somebody said it's bonus snuggles during the week. So this is obviously a couple that naps together. Um, you know, other people said relaxing together while holding hands is wonderful. So they're bringing in that physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. What someone, uh, this was repeated a number of times. My spouse takes a nap so we can have playtime later. And again, well, and that goes to the, Probably the reduced f- fatigue, increased alertness, improved performance because that individual is able to take that time and and rejuvenate. And I, and I want to share even we did our episode on the hormones, mm-hmm. and one of the big reasons that I really started looking into that, and this was last June July mm-hmm. that I started. Yeah, it was in early twenty two that I would sleep all night, mm-hmm. wake up, and literally my eyelids felt like I couldn't have I couldn't keep them open. Like I was so fatigued. Mm. And I remember during that time period, during the week, which is uncommon for me, like I would work in the morning, we would do our stuff in the morning, and I remember after lunchtime like trying to stay focused and couldn't and I began to just take a nap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is really odd because this isn't like on the weekends, it's just sort of like I think I, I just sort of go, oh, cool, it's a weekend. I can, I can take a little downtime. But it was during the week and realizing that, man, something's going on too. And yeah. so it, it's, it's just sensing it. And, and I was telling Elisa this as well like, hey, something's like, I'm, I'm not feeling my, like myself right now. Um, which then led us to m- me in particular starting to go to Catalyst Wellness and then Elisa um, afterwards. But, you know, telling your spouse what's going on, mm-hmm. y- you know, may be very important for them to understand what's, what's happening with your naps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it might not be just like I'm trying to check out or, you know, I don't want to do all my responsibility. Like, there might physically be something going on. Mm-hmm. And that's an important thing to know. Some of the other positives um, that people said was, if my spouse naps, I can get things checked off the to-do list. And then my <laughs> spouse has sex, has energy for sex. Win-win. Win-win. Another one, sex in a 15-minute nap. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that before. But, you know, it, it gets into this place of going, okay, you know, what does the conversation look like around this for the two of you? You know, it's not something that you just have to to accept it and be in this place of struggle or how is this going to work in our marriage or resentments or, oh my gosh, you're napping again, like, you know, and all the negative scripts that are just floating in your head. And I've been there. 
I'm very familiar with all of the negative self-talk when your spouse is napping on the couch and you've got the little kids and, you know, because the other thing that Tony didn't mention about when our kids were little is that that was when he was riding. Oh, yeah. A lot. He's a road cyclist and he would routinely spend Saturdays. You were just telling this. It made me think of it. You were sharing this with somebody this past weekend. You would spend Saturdays doing anywhere from, you know, six to eight and sometimes even longer rides. You'd come home, you'd be spent and you'd go to sleep. So when she says six to eight, six to eight hours on my bike. Yes. Yeah. You just said six to eight. Oh, six to eight hours. Yes. So you got to think he's gone all morning. And I've got the kids. Then he comes home and he showers. I still have the kids. And then he's like, I'm really tired because I just took that bike ride. So I need to take a nap. And I'm like, and I still have the kids. It, it was a it was a very interesting time in our marriage. And we can look back now and share. And I can and I can look back and learn that wow, what what I was doing there was creating a lot of tension in our marriage and not and not engaging in my emotional intimacy with Elisa mm-hmm. and why I was writing so much. And and we've had those conversations now to understand it. We've released all that forgiveness. All, all of that's good. And and yet I remember during that time frame though too, writing because I loved it. I was also trying to escape business and other stuff. So in that I was trying to escape the family. And then the nap though... I was so beat, but I also felt guilty. And I wish I would have had the, the, the gumptions. I wish I would have had the, the wherewithal to just say, hey, Elisa, this is what's really going on. Because had I done that, the naps wouldn't have become such a tension point in our marriage. And they did for so long mm-hmm. that it, it became one of these things where I was just trying to stay awake because I didn't want Elisa to be upset, mm-hmm. which then caused other frustrations in our marriage around our sexual intimacy. Like that then began to pull. So you, you think about this, you look at this thing and we're just talking about naps and we think it's just this, oh, it's just a nap. It's no big deal. And yet if we are not discussing it, if we are not really looking into it, our spouse may see it from a completely different angle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elisa and I, I'm so blessed that we do get to talk about these things and we have been willing to step in, in, in this area of our lives and go, you know what? We're not going to let something as simple as a nap create this tension. Mm-hmm. And we did this years ago. We, we talked about it and, and looked at it and it's like, Hey, if you need to take one, go take one. There are times when I can tell Elisa is like on edge. She's, she's, she's just not who I know her to be at times. And it's just like, hey, Elise, just go go, go to bed. Take a, Go take a nap. I'll, I'll handle the house. It's it's fine for now. And this is when the kids were younger. Now it's no big deal. Um, but for some of you, that may be hard. Like just to turn everything off. You may hear something. I would highly suggest picking up like a sound and sleep machine. Mm-hmm. It's something that we have in our, in our bedroom. And it's a great way to just be able to just... Get some, just get some noise in there so you don't hear every little little laugh or creak or this or that. And, and so that way you can take some downtime. And mm-hmm. as the spouse who is awake, know that you're giving your spouse a gift. Mm-hmm. And when we turn this around from looking at it like, oh, they get to do something I don't, how is it as a gift to them? 
Well, and I think that's really where, you know, in terms of building the emotional intimacy this week, you know, and thinking about napping and having the conversation, right? Maybe the two of you have never done more than just grumble about who's taking a nap. And this may be the first time you actually have a conversation that builds the emotional intimacy mm. around this. As you look at the the physical, you know, like, can we nap together? I mean, obviously, there's all the physical benefits of touch. But having the conversation, how do you feel about me napping? Right? This is a time to to understand what's the dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we how can we work through this? Why do you think I'm so tired? Yeah, that's a good question. Because, you know, why Tony was so tired when the kids were little versus why he was so tired a year ago, not the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and so if we'd had that conversation and not being like in the snarky, like, well, why are you so tired? But I don't know, honey, why are you so tired? Maybe it is stress at work. Maybe it is financial stress. Maybe it is the kids are wearing you out. Maybe it is, you know, you're physiological. There's hormone stuff going like start investigating that mm. and then really get into this place of saying, you know what? We're two really we're, we're a couple that has a really full life. We have a lot of demands on us. It does fatigue us. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just, let's just acknowledge that fatigue is real in the marriage relationship and, and come to this place and say, Hey, how can we create a nap plan that actually benefits the two of us? Let's talk about, let's be strategic. Let's not just have this be something that just kind of happens. Like we've got friends, you know, th- they're, basically in the same stage of life as us. And we know every week on Sunday, the husband is taking a nap. Like, like clockwork. It's always a bummer when there's a meeting or there's something going on on a Sunday afternoon because he's like, oh, short nap today, short nap. But, but it's just known and mm-hmm. that's okay. That's okay, but it's part of their nap plan. They've actually talked about it. And that's what I would encourage for the two of you. Don't let this be something that, that is like this slow simmering, festering annoyance in your marriage that actually becomes something much bigger. Have have the courage to say, you know what? I know that there's been some negativity about this. Mm-hmm. Mm, little grumbling. Can we talk about this? Because come Saturday or Sunday, I am tired. I know you're tired. How do we both get a nap on the weekend? Because that might be epic. Maybe one of you gets to nap on Saturday and the other gets to nap on Sunday. And it's earplugs and um, what is that? Uh, uh, eye mask. <laughs> and the sound, <laughs> and of, the sleep sound of sleep machine. And, and the bedroom door locked so nobody can get to mommy or daddy or whatever. That, like, and it's 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes out of your 24 hours. And what could that do for each of you? Mm-hmm. What could that do for your emotional intimacy? What could that do for your physical intimacy, for your spiritual intimacy, for your sexual intimacy? And hopefully you look at those and you go, that's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's always interesting when we do an episode that you know maybe people are like, did you guys really just talk about that? <laughs> but we get to the end of an episode like this and I'm sitting here going, gosh, I wish somebody had said something about this topic and wrapping it around in how we could strengthen our intimacy when we were young married. I wish somebody had said it to us. And, and I'm glad that even Tony and I are talking about it now because even us having the conversation helps us 26 years married getting into this place of just being able to go, hey, I don't need to hold any resentment about this. If I'm finding myself in that place, then I can just, you know, step into, we just need to have a conversation. We just need to have a conversation about it. And with that, so this is your week to step into it, to discuss what does napping look like for us in our marriage at in this season? And I want to make that very clear. After 26 years of marriage, raising two two kids 
we have seen the seasons of napping change. So what does it look like right now for the two of you? Go answer those three questions that Elisa asked. If you need to go back, go back, listen to those, ask and answer those to one another. And you guys have yourself an amazing week. Take care. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.